Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Hello. How's that, Mark? Kyla. How are you? <laughs> How was Mexico? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt very abundant. It was nice. My friend travels for work, so yeah. So she had, like, Southwest points and Marriott points, and so we got to just go and live the life. It was really nice. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> So how long did you stay there? Uh, we got there Friday and left Monday, so like four days. Yeah, so tell me more about it. What did you guys do? Just relax. I mean, that's this message mm-hmm. I've been getting over and over is relax and be still. And so I had like, mm. intentions. Um, I had intentions to like, you know, work on my website stuff and do more writing and yada, yada, yada. And I just, I just mm-hmm. took it easy, man. But what was really cool about it is my friend is, She's very type A. She's like a project manager for her job. And then she's also become a life life coach. And so she's into like her own version of this kind of information, you know, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's really good at business stuff. So what I Mm. did, like I relaxed and took it easy and had a little bit of like fear or guilt over not being productive, but I just like relaxed. I was like, it's my birthday. I can do what I want. But I got to watch her and see how she did it and see how she made it Mm. fun and see how she like, you know, made a game almost out of taking pictures to post on Instagram and like, you know, checking mm-hmm. in with people and just finding a way to make it fun so that it didn't feel like a burden. Cause that's the fear that I have is if I really commit to something, then it's, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. but I got to see how it's just like a choice, like an active choice over and over a really good example of that. So that was uh, cool. And I also, yeah. yeah. And then there was like the, you know, like the, <laughs> human level of fun too like sitting by the pool and it was my birthday so they brought me like tequila shots and a champagne flute like a champagne flute. Oh. it was it was ridiculous I don't know and they like everybody all the staff was singing to me like everywhere I went so it was yeah it was a lot of fun I felt I felt very celebrated so that was good <laughs> that's awesome yeah uh, is this the one is this the girl you told me about who you were thinking about maybe like being partners with remember when I said um yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, that's her. Okay. Yeah, that's her. Um, mm. And yeah, I think that I think what that looks like now is just like being we are kind of partners, you know, like we really jive off of each other and like exchange yeah. energy in an interesting way. And we like also poke each other's buttons in certain ways, but we're really understanding, like owning our own stuff, you know, and so we just kind mm-hmm. of do it because we're just complete opposites in some ways. And so that's always interesting. But yeah, so yeah. I don't know if there will ever be like a business thing or not. But yeah, it's cool to have her in my actual reality you know it's awesome having all of you guys um and it yeah. seems like rare sometimes to have it like right <laughs> in the actual yeah. present that's mm. very cool <clears throat> that's cool so, yeah. so you got to relax and you just and then you like you said just kind of watching her as an example of mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool okay yeah. Yeah, Mex- yeah, Mexico, it's fun. It was fun, like, for a party. I mean, they know how to party and have fun, don't they? <laughs> I mean, to generalize, yeah. right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems, yeah, it seems like a very fun place. We went out one night, the night of my birthday, we went out down to the, like, the boardwalk type thing, the Malacone, and we mm-hmm. went to a club, but it just wasn't my scene. I, it was just really loud. There were, I would just yeah. rather be, like, sitting and connecting with her, um, and so, but mm-hmm. it was cool. It was, like, it was a fun environment to get a little taste of and then dip out. But, yeah, people there, man, they look like they go hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <clears throat> and so yeah. will you poolside mostly? Relaxing poolside yeah. or just in your – yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. two days. Like, we had two full days there. So, yeah, we spent most of it by the pool, um, and it was very relaxing. We heard about this sort of excursion thing that we considered doing, but I – yeah, I was enjoying being still, so that's what we did. Yeah. And I was also – you know, they had jet skis and things like that, but I figured at Club Med in September, they're going to have all kinds of activities. And so oh, very good. I'll, yeah. I'll have plenty of chances to try it then. So, yeah, so that we'll was my weekend. Yeah, what you been up to? You uh, got back um, from your uh, training. Tell, yeah. tell me about that. Yeah, so I went back, you know, um, it was it was a week. It was intense. It was awesome. It's mm-hmm. that faster EFT training. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, you know, we'll get into that more later, but uh, okay. it was it was really amazing. It was really um, great. I mean, th- this th- um, Robert Smith is the creator of it, and his stuff is so much aligned with Joshua stuff. You know, I mean, obviously there's some stuff that that's not exact, but it, I mean, what is sure. exact? But right. yeah, just a different version of yeah, just, just like a, a yeah. Right. But it's so much in alignment, and I learned so much more about. So he's like one of the leading dudes in the world who knows about memories and how to get rid of the memories wow. that, that stop us and how to flip it to something right. positive to change memories. I mean, leading guy, I mean, he's amazing. He's a genius. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and we just get to pick his brain and he's wow. teaching us how it works and how it goes. And, and he's, it's, he's not uptight about it. He's very Joshua about the whole thing. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's so, wow. so it was, it was amazing. It was very cool. That is cool. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Cool. And yeah. I was going to also ask you, um, so you've been getting more messages. I mean, how's that, how's that coming for you? I mean, it seems like it's flowing. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't know. I, I just saw somebody else join the call. Who else is here? All right, Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy. Hey, how are you? Hey, Hi, how Kimmy. are you? Hi. Good. I'm glad this you're is Mark. Here. Yeah, Mark's here with us. Um, right on. So, so, I don't know how much how much you've heard, Kimmy. Uh, Mark was talking about his training that he did in like tapping faster EFT this weekend, and then asking yeah, about. Yeah, I heard that he said something about um, memory, something yeah. about memory and changing that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he's been working on this thing where you can like sort of replace old memories that result in like you know limiting beliefs that go on there's a way that he's found and like just yeah oh that's exciting um cool yeah, yeah memories and and um traumas and and even just beliefs and um things or even just things that are bothering you and even as simple as um correct uh, um improving your golf swing so it's like <laughs> runs the gamut of like that's extreme funny. shit to yeah. like yeah I saw something on cool. Facebook about that woman who had stuff with spicy food, like issues with spicy food, and she tapped that out and, like, was able to eat spicy oh, food yeah. after that. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you saw that. Okay. Yeah. I think you liked it or something, and so it was just on my feed. Uh, oh, cool. That's awesome that you got a chance to, like, 
be with a group of like-minded people. I mean, that's what we're doing here on this call, you know, but to be, mm-hmm. like we were just talking about, in the physical. Uh, Kimmy, are you going mm-hmm. to the thing in September? The club Yes, night? I am. Oh, right I on, could right go on. on a cruise because of right. something, but, um, yes, I'm already already set to go and be there. Awesome. And I got my flight and everything like that, so, yeah. Cool. Cool. Good Very deal. Cool. Um. But yeah, so was it kind of like that feel to it, the training that you were at, Mark? Just like a group of, I mean, I know you guys probably didn't know all of each other very well, but did you yeah, come out? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it wasn't as much fun as <laughs> just uh-huh. the group um, because that was more just fun and playing. Um, right. This was like intense training, like 10-hour oh, days. Yeah. But then That's after right. we tried to have fun, I mean, the, the, the people are so cool. And we we were like a family and and it sounds corny yeah. or whatever, cliche, but oh, we really it. were. And and then we're going to have to, like, get together and swap. And, you know, we're going to the – there's a net level three. So that was level oh, two. Cool. There's level three in November. So, yeah, so we're all – yeah, Fun. a good group of people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, so Kimmy – so – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You ask Kimmy. Oh. <laughs> um, what's your, so I don't know about your past with – with um, Fastery of T and Gary, I'm mean, sorry, Fastery of T, Joshua and okay. Gary. What's what's um what's your history with it? How'd you get into it all? If yeah, you don't mind me so I you. actually um, I went on a cruise because I read Pam Grout's book, The um, E Squared. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have read Pam Grout's E Squared or E Cube or yeah. E Cube. Yeah, E Cube. And so she was going to be on the cruise. And she was actually a speaker on the cruise, and it was actually Gary's first uh, live presentation on a cruise where he started talking about Joshua and how mm. he channeled through Joshua. And um, that was actually, the cruise I where, think it's oh, sorry, I was gonna say, was that the that was the cruise where Jules like hypnotized him for the for the first time, wasn't it? With Jules, yes, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, and. Um, yeah, I think it's the first time that Gary actually had a live, um, like like a live reading with Joshua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like I think so. And, or when he got um, hypnotized. I don't know. I wasn't anywhere around any of that. That oh, was gotcha. just Jules and For Gary. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just. Um, I was just there. Uh, you know, as part of everybody, like, uh, what would you call it, like, welcoming night or whatever, mm-hmm. um, when Gary came in and um, and told us a little bit about how he got started with Joshua and that kind of thing. And uh, it was so, like, incredible for Gary to yeah. say that, like, you know, he was in meditation and then out of nowhere... You know, the spirits told him to, like, get to a computer, and he just started typing and typing and typing and typing, and then, you know, out came the book, and, um, you know, it was really cool. And yeah. uh, and then um, then everybody just kind of started sharing stories, and, yeah, and it, it was so cool. So, That's yeah. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Kimmy was on an episode of the podcast of the Roundtable, Mark, like, I don't know, maybe a year ago or something. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I I, okay. I feel like from that, like I feel like I know you, but <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to actually meet you in September. 
Yeah, yeah. totally. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Hi, guys. And oh, who's here? It's Al. It's Allie. Allison. Oh, hello. hey, Allison. Hello. How are you? Hi, Kyla. And who else? And we have we have Kimmy here. Do you know Kimmy? She's in the Friends of Joshua group. She would just kind of explain her story. <laughs> I don't oh, know how much. Okay. Hello. Um, but yeah, she was. So Kimmy was just saying she was on the Law of Attraction cruise that like Gary and the and like Steve and all them went on um, that first uh-huh. cruise that they did like where Jules hypnotized them. So that's where she like oh, okay. found out of all of this. So mm. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Were you about to say something, Kimmy? Or did you? Um. Yeah, I think on that cruise is when I think like Gary did some kind of hypnosis with Jules, but then I think. At one time, too, I think it was when, because Gary had never verbalized Joshua, mm. it was mm-hmm. always written, and I think that that happened on the cruise, too, um, oh, but wow. not, like, in front of me or anything like right. that, but, um, you know, we just had some That's really cool. great speakers on that cruise, and yeah. it's kind of funny, because we felt like it was the cruise that was never going to land, because <laughs> they wouldn't let us get off in Catalina, because the wake was so high. So uh-huh. we just kept, like, you know, we finally got off the boat in Ensenada, you know? Uh-huh. Um, funny. Yeah, I mean, finally, you know? Lots of chances to spend quality time together on a boat. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, Kami, did you read um, any of the books, or, or do you, have you been listening to the podcast or anything like that? Uh, well, I'm an acupuncturist, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, so I channel a little bit of that when I'm working with patients, and I just inherently kind of get a feeling for when, you know, things are going on or I'm intuitive about things. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, um, but, yeah, that was such a fun cruise. And and it was um, it was just so cool to be around so many people that thought the same way about, you yeah. know, life and the, the law of attraction and you know, it was just so very cool to be able to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Very Allison, what's happening with you today? Um, I'm just kicking along. I'm flipping along. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. I hear that's the way to do it. <laughs> I, I think it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, everything is just, really pretty smooth the bumps I'm having and by the answers to my questions um, conflict seems to be my and control seems to be the issue I get to work on um, Mm. on the most right now Um, just um, feeling um, it's not self-worth so much well I guess it is self-worth um, uh, Joshua had a really funny answer to my why do why do Rick and I my my mate and I um, why are we so different? Um, mm. He ha- he has to have everything lined up, squared up, on a corner, correctly. <laughs> he has to touch everything. So if I open all the blinds, he goes along and retouches them. He doesn't really change them that much, but he has to touch every single one. And it drives me absolutely nuts. <laughs> And I'm feeling like I don't know how to open the blinds correctly, you know, and I take it very personally. (laughs) 
And so I think um, every question I've asked in the last couple of weeks has something to do with similar, not him necessarily, but the answers are all the same. Uh. And it's, um, it's really got a hammer on my head. Okay, I really got these things to work with. Let it go <laughs> and and making sure that I understand it's not personal. Right. Um, it's just it's just him. And yeah. then I I told him I yeah said, nothing's well, I like, personal. I like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like everything at an angle, maybe three of something. He wants two square, <laughs> you know. And I like everything kind of huh. um, fun. And and um and Joshua said, isn't that nice? Um, because then he can learn how to be a little bit looser with you, and yeah. you can learn how to be a little tidier or yeah. something like that. Not tidy, but, but just find an appreciation for that kind of um, thing. So right. um, that, that's kind of what I've been conscious of. Like in this morning, um, he, he likes to walk. After I've left the kitchen sink, he comes by with a towel and wipes the one drop of water that might be on the counter drives me crazy. But now I'm going, I'm just, I have to look at him and smile and go, thank you. Or, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it, it just somehow let, very consciously let it go and not make right. it yeah. a personal thing. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I've, been, I've been doing this for 60 years. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any other way to be, but it's fun. It's, it's a challenge. Right. So that's, that's kind of been my my work, as they say. And they, uh, yeah. they've used that term a couple of times. And your work is. Yeah. <laughs> your play is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but it's fun. So yeah. and I just having so much fun with all of this that it's, um, I mean, it's really all I want to do. But life goes yeah. on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, shoot. It sounds like you have lots of good awareness around it. I mean, that, like, yeah, I feel like, for me, that's when the fun part comes is once I realize what's underneath it all. Like, up until that point, I just feel like I'm banging my head against the wall. Like, why isn't this working? Um, And the Uh ones I kind of, yeah, Josh was great about it, like, showing the root issue, sort of. And then everything from there is just, like, a matter of focusing on that and all the other things kind of seem to take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, letting go and doing what you're inspired to do. Oh, it's so funny, though, when you you can use that excuse to get out of everything, right? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I could be cleaning the kitchen floor or something, and I was like, oh, mm. no, I feel inspired to go sit down. Yeah, I should <laughs> do that. <laughs> and right. then I do. But, but, but while I've done that, I also go, oh. Oh, look at that book over there. I'll read that for a minute. And, and oh, that has that answer or that has that right. good idea or whatever. So it's not that far off. It's just allowing the inspiration yeah. to really be an inspiration and not an excuse. Right. <laughs> but, you have, but you never know. Mm. It's fun. So Yeah. Yeah, it is fun. Would call it an excuse? I mean, maybe he, uh, you know, what do you think, Kyla? Like, wouldn't he just Would, say to blip along? Or is it bip? It's blip along, right? Yeah, blip. I don't know. I think they said both, blipping and bipping. <laughs> um, but I think the first time that I heard it, like that that made that quote or whatever, that was uh, on a Joshua Live call. And they said, I, I think it was Jennifer was talking about how she felt like his, she was going to the beach and meditating, like getting these right. incredible messages. And she was like, I feel like I'm just not doing anything. And he's like, nothing is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be blipping along. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, That's so I don't great. know, like the idea of like when is it an excuse versus inspiration? For Good me, question, yeah, I don't. That's something that I am not 100% certain on, um, or like not, I would like to improve my discernment between the two, because I think that there are times when I focus on, you know, I like credit inspiration when I'm really just distracting myself due to fear of whatever thing like I'm actually inspired to do, if that makes any sense, because like, what I'm finding is the more I mm. open up, like intend to be open to inspiration, the more inspiration mm-hmm. I become aware of and the more I mm-hmm. realize that it doesn't, it's not always the like excitement factor. I mean, or not the like mm-hmm. fun and exciting. Sometimes it's the like scary and exciting, you know, like, or mm-hmm. exciting right, because right, it's right. scary. Um, mm-hmm. Like there was this night when I was in- inspired, I received the thought to go to karaoke and I had been in a good mood and I had previously decided that I wasn't going to go. But then I had this thought, and it just felt like this thing that I knew that I was supposed to do. But in my rational or irrational mind, I guess, in my human mind, like in my ego, I was like, I don't want to do that. I, I don't know. Like there were just all these reasons. There was like some things, like social things that had gone down. And so that was why I didn't want to go. But I was trying to convince myself that like I was actually inspired to do something else at home. And mm. I, I finally gave in, and I went, but because I had resistance to it, like, it played out exactly like I had feared it would, and I bombed my songs, and I felt like, I don't know, I wasn't my usual, like, confident self, but that was inspiration to go, and I, and I followed it, and it worked out for me. I learned a lot about, like, this persona that I had had going on that I hadn't really been aware of before, mm. and so mm-hmm. I think if I had just allowed it, if I had just, like, been honest with myself about the fact from the beginning that like I was in a good emotional state when I received this idea to go even if I like had fear about going which is what my thought that I didn't want to go it was just fear if I had just like gone into it being certain that it would be for me no matter what then it probably would have been a very different situation you know and I would have probably received Mm -hmm. the love that I wanted to receive but because I sort of resisted it I still did receive love but it was in a very different context like people it was like an empathy sort of thing after I like died <laughs> on stage, basically. You know, you're braver than up, me, <laughs> right? Instead of me just showing up and being confident and like receiving the love that I was afraid that I wasn't going to get. That's what it. Uh, but either way, I learned what I needed to learn, and that just reinforces for me the message that like sometimes inspiration is like the scary thing. It's not always just like yeah. the most fun thing in the moment. Um, so. Right. Right. I don't know, but I love, like, what you're talking about there where you're, like, cleaning or something and then have the inspiration to go sit down and then are, are led to a book. Like, to me, that's totally inspiration, man. You know, that's listening uh-huh. to yourself, like, honoring your body, like, you know, flipping along, doing whatever you're supposed to do. I don't, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. that's my thoughts on it. Allison, I just thought of, like, I had a question for Joshua, and it was, it was, you know, so we have things that we should do, like, maybe should mop the floor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. And so I had a thing about maybe I, I wanted to get video testimonials for my business. Like I should oh, yeah. do that. And mm-hmm. he was, as they were like, well, is it inspiring? Is it exciting? Blah, blah, blah. And, well, not right now. I mean, not exactly exciting and inspiring. So they said, don't do it. So right, yeah. do what you're inspired right. to do. So maybe the distraction of going, sitting down and then reading a book or whatnot, maybe that, that is the inspiration it, of doing something of not doing something that you feel you should do. I don't know. Right. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And I think the, um, 
I I always put should in quotes when I talk to yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. and 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 re- I I realize as I'm because I'm an independent contractor, so I just go out and I get clients, and and sometimes I don't want to do this job, and <laughs> um, and it's um been interesting. In fact, I reported to Joshua on it. I wasn't inspired to to be working on this particular client. I didn't have a deadline real tight, so I put it off and put it off and sat down to do it because I had to do it. I should be doing it. Mm -hmm. Worked on it for a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I looked at it and I smiled and I said, you're not inspired to work on this, Allison. And go away. And so Ah. I got up. I went and did something else. I probably mopped the kitchen floor. I don't know. And then <laughs> I, but then I, I wrote to Joshua about it, and um, two days late, the next day, oh, I wrote them and said, I'm, I'm feeling guilty. I should have done this, blah, 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 blah. And um, the next day, no answer yet, right? The next day, I get up. And I just wander into my office and I completely unknowingly open the computer, start typing on the project. All of a sudden, the project has been moved along. And Ah. it's like, okay, I was supposed to do it this way. I didn't even plan. I didn't wake up and say, oh, today I've got to do it. I didn't say I had an intention to do it that I remember. I I just... I just moved into it as smooth as ice skating. I just I just skated right into it, and Very good. it took it took me probably a half an hour, an hour before I realized what I was even doing. Huh. Yeah. The the project got done earlier than required, and it was accepted wow. and happy, and every, and I thought, well, I'm going to do it this way from now on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the should uh, should be left um, alone, definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear you. So, is that yeah. did Isabel join the call or somebody yeah, else? Yes, I did. Her? Ah, hello there. Hi, Isabel. Hi, friend. Hey, Isabel. Hi. Hey, guys. So, Isabel, we have uh, Allison and Mark, who you know, and then Kimmy. Um, you know Kimmy. Kimmy Summit. She's in the Friends of Joshua group. Oh, okay. Welcome, Kimmy. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. So we've already said this, but Kimmy was on the Law of Attraction cruise, the first one that, like, Gary and all them went on where he was hypnotized by Jules. And so that's how she kind of, like, found out about all of this. Nope. And she was all Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was so, yeah. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back when it all began. Um, what's happening with you today, Isabel? What is happening with me? I really liked um, what you channeled. Yeah, that you me just too. Posted. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Thank yeah, very good. I, I, yes, I appreciate that. I always, I, yeah. I, so, Mark, you asked me earlier if that yeah. was going and if it's coming easily for me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yes and no. Yes, it's coming easily because I'm not, I'm just like, relaxing about it and continually like practicing letting go of like pressure that I feel not from anybody outside of me but just 
I don't know, fears that are coming up around it. And so mm-hmm. when I sit down, I don't know. I don't know how it is for other people. Like it's not like I've heard Gary describe it where he just, maybe I, maybe it's just a matter of practice. Like for me, it's what the experience is like for me is like, there's this ongoing conversation in my head. And so when I write, it's basically like, and then the conversation in my head doesn't necessarily use words. It's like I'm communicating telepathically with myself, if that makes any, I mean, or with, with whoever it is, you know? And so it's, yeah, it's not always necessary. Like only half of it is in words, maybe, or less than half, and most of it is like the feeling. So when I sit down to write, mm-hmm. it's like translating the feelings mm. into words. And so, really, yeah. And so for me, it's not like where the words are just like coming exactly as they want them to be. It's like my version of this feeling that I get from them, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So like, I yeah. like, words are words I receive like words in my mind but sometimes like I change them because as I go I'm still continuing the conversation so sometimes a different word seems more like a pure form of expression for the idea that like I'm understanding if that makes any sense so Uh, to me mm -hmm. the fear comes up because I'm like is this just me like is this fear coming up and so I'm because I used to self-edit and that's why I wouldn't write because I was just constantly judging the stuff that's Mm. coming out but this feels mm-hmm. different. Uh, so the fear that comes up is that this is me, just like, but not that it matters anyway, because it's all, we all are yeah. it, you know. But so when I let myself go there, it's this fear that it's just me and that it's all kind of bullshit that I'm just making up, you know. But even if it is all bullshit that I make up, it it makes sense to me. And so that's what I'm trying to focus on. So, like, yeah. I appreciate when it resonates with other people, but I'm trying to, like, release my attachment to that like for my I'm trying to release my need for it to make sense to anybody else because a lot of time when I'm writing it I feel like it doesn't make any sense like the writing mm. part of it doesn't make any sense like the conversation really? whatever I'm experiencing makes little sense to huh. me I don't I don't know mm. well so. I find it interesting so like if you read Jennifer's although Jennifer hasn't posted in a very long time what but, this channel and she sent me something that mm-hmm. I wanted clear. I forgot even what I wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to her, I said, you're a warrior, Jennifer. So each of us has this role in this journey. Mm -hmm. And Wendy is a warrior, and so is Jennifer, and so is my friend Tracy. I know I'm not a warrior. Like, I don't know how I know, but I know. I'm not a warrior. That's not my role. And she's and so Jennifer said, "Oh, that's so interesting, Isabel. They've been calling me a warrior, but I just didn't. She didn't like connect it, right? So she channeled the warrior, and they confirmed she is the warrior. Mm-hmm. That's but anyway, her messages. So when you read Astrid's laurels or whatever, when you mm-hmm. read Astrid's, when you read Wendy's, when you read Jennifer's, when you read your own Kyla." And even from my channel's messages, there is a nuance. There is, and it's got to be from our unique perspective, because we are kind of translating. Yeah. My messages are short. Like, I notice my messages are short, because that's who I am. Like, like, you know, a blurb, a splash. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And I know messages from Messiah who he hasn't channeled in a while, he says, he, you know, he's been having conversations, which right. I totally get. Um, because you're right, Kyla, you have to stop the conversations and the feelings and tra- almost kind of transcribe it. 
Yeah. Hmm. And it does feel like your own words because you're you're almost giving the words to them. I don't know. It is. It is a weird thing. It is. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you bring up warrior because, like, I had had, like, a little, well, so I had this experience in my bathroom where, like, I don't know, it was it was really, I didn't even know how to describe it, where my, I was, like, so I was going pee. So I was just, like, sitting on my table, yep. like, looking at my cell phone. And um, my foot started, so where, that thing that I posted today where it said it began in the tip of your toe, like, my foot started to feel like it was asleep, just my right foot. And then <sighs> normally, I, normally I hate that feeling and I resist it, but I, yep. was like, I was looking at my phone, and so I wasn't paying any attention to it, so I just allowed it. And then it, like, grew, and then I became aware that it wasn't just, like, my foot being asleep. Like, it spread over to my, like, it started to go up my ankle, and then it spread over to my left foot, and then my foot felt like they were, like, rooted in the floor, like, and whatever was underneath oh, the floor, and whatever God, was underneath, you know. Yeah, and, then, yeah. like, uh-huh. and then, like, tree roots growing up my knees, and then, like, I had... I'm not into, for me personally, maybe, I don't know why, but, like, for me, it doesn't matter, like, names or, like, what different entities are or whatever, but, like, Michael, like, you guys had all been talking about Michael, but, like, so my, there were, like, roots growing up around my calves, like, I could still just see, like, my legs with no pants on, just, like, I knew that I was, like, in my bathroom on the toilet, you know, but, like, Mm. I, uh, like, I could see, like, roots sort of growing up around, or, or, I don't know, felt what, I don't know what it was. Like, it wasn't like, yeah. there were some visuals, but it wasn't, like, I wasn't tripping, you know? Um, yeah. And so, I. but then, like, there was, like, this feeling of, like, warrior strength and, like, Michael, like, I don't know. And so, like, I could see my calves, mm. like, grew to, like, those of, like, a gladiator, you know? And I had that wow. feeling that you get when you're a kid and, like, you're riding your bike the fastest that you've ever ridden it, you know, where you're just going out <laughs> superhuman speed. But it was that times infinity, and I just felt like I was, like, running, running, running. So this all happened right before I created that Facebook group because, like, Astrid, oh. I had this conversation with Astrid, and she was, like, just do something. Like, just, just put this stuff that you're putting somewhere. It doesn't – because I have this website wow. that I want to do, but I was putting all this pressure on, on myself about it. She was, like, well, why not just a Facebook group and, like, just Great. a place to, like, dump it. And so – I had Very to hear about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe. And then, like, later I went pee and all this happened. And so it was just, like, Wait, that feeling of so I could do you, anything. Oh, go ahead. I'm just sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but just real quick. Okay. So did you say you felt that way, like riding a bike, but really fast, but you said a million times more? Or what did yeah. you say, a thousand times? Yeah. I, like I, wow. I, a, I mean, so, like, I've been – I'm not, I don't have a history with like energy work, you know? And so I only know my own experiences of it. I have friends that like my friend is into Reiki. And so I have the labels and like chakras, like I've studied enough to know what other people like define it as, but I, so I've been paying attention to my own energy and like, and energy means different things to different people, but just like that fucking like electricity that I can feel coursing through my body at different times when I'm super in alignment, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm. like, I have a lot of, orgasms and so like that is one way that it was like that I really played with it like paying attention to it like it was a really it's not a subtle way to experience energy so that got me used to the feeling of energy and then I started noticing it in other contexts and like paying attention to it and playing with it and so this was the first like really intense like sense of what I actually am what we all actually are like feeling that in my body like the power of all that is like and I mean oh, that wow. like Michael but just like feeling I don't and it wasn't even 
I don't know. So, yes, it was that feeling times infinity, but I know that that was just like a tiny, tiny fraction of what it actually is because wow. like that was overwhelming to my body. Like I, I felt myself start to shut down and then I like opened back up, but it got to be too much. Um, mm-hmm. And then I happened upon this link that made me think of like when you were talking, Isabel, about this warrior thing, that's what this whole story was leading into is that I don't know who posted. Oh, Jeanette Ma. Um, she had like shared something on Facebook and it was this link of this guy who went to do a past life regression and nothing about past lives really came out. It just like the person conducting it connected with his higher self who was like essentially out in space and was just giving like a glimpse behind the veil of sort of what's actually going on here. And they talked about warriors a lot. I'll post that link in friends of Joshua. So you guys can read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just been like, it's been blowing my mind and it's been factoring hmm. into like sort of how I'm seeing things and probably what's coming through me because it's given me a sort of deeper understanding. One of the things that it says is like one of the questions that I've been asking a lot as I've been accessing this kind of information and so sort of feeling like I'm going crazy um, is like, what am I doing here? Like, what is the point? Like, why are we here? And in it, it says this is all basically like this planet, humans are sort of an experiment by source to see how far source can like take itself from it, like Mm. from the light and like still come back to like remembering oh, who we are and so i don't know it explains it better in there but so i'll post that link but that's been what's been i don't know my rabbit hole that i've been going down a lot lately it's like that wow. idea so i mean go ahead there's no doubt in in my mind that we were all gathered to help humanity ascend yeah i do believe hmm. that we are shifting into dimensions Joshua talks about dimensions. Right. He talks about, like, there's no time. Mother mm-hmm. Earth, whether you call her Gaia or Mother Earth or whatever, no. is also a life force, and she is shifting. And right. I believe our group, and there are many groups, it's not just mm-hmm. us, right. but we are here to help humanity ascend into the light of love, and there will right. be warriors to do this, but not in a sense of like sword and shield, right? But but a, a, but still a strength. Yeah, yeah. A warrior strong, yeah. A, a, yeah. a strong warrior in love, right? Yeah. So that so whatever is coming at you, that you're strong and you're leading the way as a warrior, saying, you know, I'm going to help. We can ascend humanity. I really right. I, I and see, I, I agree. Have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And mm. I, but like I, in sort of going down that rabbit hole, have found myself getting overwhelmed by the magnitude of such a task when I look at it that way. As like, but so what I've been understanding is that like, whatever roles it is that we've come here to play, like. Uh, knowing what yeah. they are and knowing the details of them can be helpful if it's just providing context for me personally, I guess I'll speak for me. But so like what I've come to understand and how I perceive everybody else in their role, it's like we each, especially with people who are in groups like this, like you're saying there are many groups, our job is to like hear this information as many times as possible and put it out, mm-hmm. put out our own version of it as many times mm-hmm. as possible. And so we each have our mm-hmm. own ways of doing that. And so like, Yep. That's where the warriors come up and the, you know, the light workers and all these other words. Like, yep. 
those are just specific yep. ways that these different beings, you know, or versions of the same being, I think, are coming to ch- yes. choosing to come here and do this. And so for me, I've been just, like, taking the pressure off of myself and, like, seeing that, like, my only job is just to keep, like, connecting with other people who are interested in this information, keep hearing their yes. version of it, and keep, like, sharing yes. my version of it and just mm, yes, recycling good. it because over and over and over. Because it, it's more and more people are a match. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and don't doubt when I read your post that you were the shepherd. Oh. I saw you. I like it was just so weird, but it was almost like like I got zapped, and then mm-hmm. I said, "I knew it." Now I can recognize you as the shepherd. You are the shepherd of the flock. That is your role, <laughs> right? <laughs> And, I mean, and and you can be the same warrior as the shepherd because guess what? Wouldn't you need to be strong? Mm-hmm. But I think you are the shepherd of the flock. I think you are the one who gets the sheep, who gets the strays, who, you know, herds the strays to gather. I think you are huh. the gatherer. It makes sense and, to me. <laughs> huh. That's so interesting. And it's funny, Mark, I don't know what your role is yet. And um, I don't, not yet, or Allison's yet, but I, there is no doubt in my mind that that will be revealed to us. Uh, I can't wait to And then when it happens, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we should have seen that. That's so funny. Yeah. But just just don't say it's like, you know, sheep shit, you know, like, Mark, your role it's uh, cheap shit. No. Mark, no. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I agree. I think the shit. Your hair is picking up the cheap shit. <laughs> picking it up. Yeah, that would be depressing, Isabel. If that. The shoveler. The shoveler. The shoveler. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I would call you the shoveler. That is a very noble job, I would say. If there was somebody who who was willing to come here and do that, they would have my ultimate respect. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. There's a lot of ways to look at it. There is no wrong. There is no wrong. But you are the joker, Mark, so maybe you are to keep our brevity. You know, maybe you are to keep us laughing in in the light, you know? You are a joker. It is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is, it's all very interesting. It's very cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I what know. themes are coming up for people? Like Allison is working on letting go of control. She said, what other themes are coming up? Anybody? Mark, what's going on with you? Yeah. Uh, um, and what number you know, are you, uh, in your question? Where are you? Are you in the 40s, the 50s? Where are you? Say that again. Where are you in the questions to Joshua? Are you like in the 40s, oh, the 50s, the 60s? No. It's funny you ask that because my questions came really slow. And I just I just signed on for three months. Hmm. So, okay. And, but I, I didn't have a lot of questions. Um, they, they, they didn't come fast. And then towards the end, um, Gary just, because I told him, I asked him if I can ask questions after like later on because they're not coming fast. And he said, just go ahead and ask like dumb questions. Mm. And that allowed me to ask more questions. Um, but not that there were, du- I didn't have a problem with dumb, but I guess frivolous, like just ask silly questions that you might not, you know, 
Because I guess I was like thinking yeah. like they have to be, they can't be frivolous or they have to be mm. deep or something like that. Right. So that, that opened me up to send more, and I love the answers. But I guess what's happening for me now is um, just my next. So, <clears throat> so with my life coaching, um, it was booming. It was booming, and I had my best year last year, and it was going great. And then now I'm in a, and I was marketing in a certain way. I was networking and things like that. And that all stopped because I wanted to do, I wanted to get on the internet so I can reach more people. And the way I did it, um, the first attempt um, didn't work. So I'm, and then Joshua is saying, you know, don't do anything that's not inspiring and that's not exciting. So I've been kind of backing down from trying to market and promote. And I've been doing this faster EFT. Like I, I just came from a training um, for a month and I'm going to another training in November and digging it and loving it. I, so what I feel was coming up for me is I'm just kind of regrouping and, and um, even increasing my skills. And, and uh-huh. Kyle and I have talked about this. Like I feel like I'm being formed into the person I need to be to, be, mm-hmm. to, to help and reach a lot of people. And while I'm doing that, I have to do a lot of work on myself, you know. Yeah. So... So it feels good, um, and then the money thing, and then not to worry about the money thing. So that's yeah. those two things, themes of just not needing money for security. So Kyle right. and I, we've, we've talked about that too, right? Yeah. So feel, feel secure without the money, like without seeing how the money is coming in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. But, but yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm a lot better because my wife, Kelly, she's giving her notice this Friday. Mm. And so, so I'm not bringing in a lot of money right now, and she's not going to be bringing in a lot of money, and we're not flipping out. So that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Very Thank you. Well, if this is any consolation, yeah. um, if it's any consolation, they have been telling me that money will not yeah. exist in the form that we know it, and yeah. that it it. There will be some dollars, but it will be mm-hmm. worth nothing. I heard about it. I heard that Isabel, message too. From, yeah. yeah. That, that's my sister is um, all into that. Um, and she has a, oh, it's a very long story. I won't go into it. But she is convinced that there will be no money, no banks, um, and everything will be exchangeable um, in the near future. It's something yeah, that, yeah. Know, it will be alive for, but, but maybe, um, especially you younger people. But um, yeah, it, it's um, it's definitely a reality that's going to be happening. And, right. and it just goes to show we're already trying to grasp the idea that there really is no money anyway. It's just energy yeah. exchange. So why yeah. do we even have this thing called a dollar and a quarter and whatever? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting new world as we as we evolve, keep evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's funny they keep on sending me the message because I I had a I had a thing with like the security and the whole thing, and um, you know like Astrid's thing is it's not even real, and I you know <laughs> in my mind is like it's not even real, you idiot, you know. <laughs> so like here we are, yeah. um, you know, so concerned and so wrapped up about this, and and don't. You know, and my inner self keeps on telling me, like, look, your retirement 
it's not going to be worth anything because there's going to be no money. There will be some <laughs> form of money, some dollars, but it's not it's not going to be like how it is today. Right. And, um, and I see glimpses. I see glimpses. Like now they give me glimpses because I remember you guys talking about glimpses, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to see glimpses. <laughs> when do I get to see glimpses? And so, like now, I'm seeing glimpses, mm-hmm. and um, a couple of is it is it like the Bitcoin? Like what Gary talks about Bitcoin? Is that there will be like yes, yeah, there will be it will be an agreement against uh, um, against you know like for us or whatever, but um, because we'll be I, I, this is what I suspect. This is what I sense. This is this is what I sense. I sense because we'll finally understand the universal laws that we will just attract what we need. It's, so it's not necessarily like I will go to the store and buy it. We could go to the store and buy it, but it will just be a lot more flexible. Right. So yeah, it, we, it's true. It, it's not going to be, and it's and there will be no control mechanism. So like. <laughs> Because more more people will understand the law of attraction, that the person will give you the sweater that you need. The person will you will get yeah. the coat that you. Need. It will just appear. So it's not like I have to go to Target to get a coat for my daughter. Right. It will and I, it will just yeah. appear in my reality because all of us as humans on this planet will be able to manifest much easier. Right. The sort of understanding that I have is like is that it could be, I mean, a seemingly, there could be a graduated process where, like, so I've heard it happen for Genevieve, where, you know, things just do show up without us having to go out and get them, but they show up in ways that are within our set of beliefs. So something just magically showed up at her doorstep in an Amazon box. It wasn't mm. ordered by anybody, you know, and so, like, I think that the, the progression from yeah. here, where we are now, to there, where none of us exists, and where it's like the non-physical, where we all where we're just creating it all with our thoughts and then boom, there it is. I could see it showing up in the form of like bartering, like as we move away from actual yeah. currency, as we relax our idea mm. of what it takes for us to get what we want. Yes. It could show up like you were just saying with somebody giving us a sweater, like right, showing up with an extra sweater right when we need it. And we all have little instances yeah. of that happening already. Yeah. Like, the more I release my attachment to the idea that money is a real thing and is necessary to live and have the things that I want, the more, things like this weekend happen where for my birthday I just happened to have a friend that travels for work and she just happened to feel inspired to ask me a couple weeks ago what I wanted wow. to do for my birthday and then she asked me if we, I wanted to go somewhere and she has Southwest points and Marriott points so she's not even wow. paying real money you know so we could have wow. a fabulous weekend without and we were paying in pesos and so like, <laughs> I mean, for the things, but we weren't even paying actual pesos because it was all going on the room charge. So there wasn't any actual yep. money ever being like transferred except for in the tax. Yeah. So it was just this sense that like we can yeah. want anything and it just shows up, you know? I, yeah. So, yeah. That's, oh, I right. think that's what it is. And I think it will be wow. gradual and I don't think it will be, you know, like all of a sudden there's no money in the world and, oh, right. you know, right. everything collapses. No, I think it will be gradual and the more yeah. confident we are with yeah allowing the universe to provide for us, the more relaxed we can get about money. I love it. Yeah. It's not tangible. You know, and they keep right. on telling me all the time, they're like, look at how many societies have come and gone. Because I like, I listen to Money Planet and Marketplace, so it's like, I like that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, 
They're like, look at the Roman coins, look at funk, look at money that has been from past civilization. Look at Confederate money. You think Confederate mm-hmm. money is worth anything? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, of course. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It won't, it won't be needed as much. It just won't be as useful. Because yeah. right. it is just a tool. It is just a tool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And you're right, Kyla. If our beliefs around money change, then it right. opens up way more. Right. Uh, absolutely. I think we've all started to experience, well, I know I've, I've experienced those kinds of things for the last 15, 18 years, wow. becoming aware of the of the law of pra- the law of attraction, and yeah. I know things can happen whether you know about it or not. And the more right. I think back on mm-hmm. on my life, I can see that is so so true. I'm, I've I've been blessed with a finding oh. money in my in my coat pockets. I had an ex husband who I caught one day going through the. The closet by the garage. I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm looking for some change. You always have money in your pockets." And it's true. I mean, sometimes I find twenty-dollar bill in my jeans, you know, or whatever, and I just always just have this blessing of money, and it almost always comes exactly when I say, "Oh man, I just wish I had a dollar." Oh, Mm. you know, and but. But many stories, not just money, but just many times right. where it's, it's, yeah. you don't need to know the law of attraction, but once you do and you're working with yeah. your vibration and you're, right. you, you're, you're putting all the little pieces together, God, mm-hmm. it just opens doors, it, it opens windows, it kicks you out, you know, it just yeah. really um, makes it all so exciting that I can't understand why everybody in the whole world isn't getting it yeah i um you know i was a i'm not doing as much business coaching now but i was working with entrepreneurs and and people with issues with money and um there's been a lot of studies and i say this in one of my videos that i made is that people like so kids who grow up in rich households or households that you know where their parents have a lot of money when they get Mm -hmm. older they don't have money problems um Mm -hmm. because because of their experience of of money, money flows it's easily. There. It's right. always there. It shows up when it shows up when you need it. Exactly. And that exactly, and that becomes their expectation. So there's definitely yeah. law of attraction yeah. stuff going on there, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then we can we can reprogram, we can reprogram ourselves, and we can change our past and our memories and our beliefs into into having that abundant mindset. Mm-hmm. My 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 mindset my. Um, mental training, uh, for whatever reason, has always been. I I don't worry about it. I always get money when I need it, and I Very kind good. of am cold about it to friends who are really struggling. And I look at them and I go, I got debt, I got issues, I don't have a mm-hmm. job, but I'm not worrying mm-hmm. about it. Oh, look, there's a check for a thousand dollars. Where'd that come from? <laughs> and, and of course, that I know. You, I bet your friends love you when you say that. Oh, they they don't. <laughs> but you know what? But I don't know any other way. I mean, that's wow. just yeah. And yeah. Um, it's happened. I've been in this judging for three months now. And every single, the 13th, 14th, 15th of the month, boom, it comes. 
kind of know about awesome. it sometimes. But right. um, so far, I haven't had to borrow any. I haven't had to worry about it. And I, I don't know what next month is, but it doesn't matter because it's not the 14th of next month yet. Right. And, um, so it's been, um, so that part, I don't, I haven't asked a lot of questions about abundance because I right. really don't worry about it. It's just, mm-hmm. now, Rick would love to have me worry about it. But I'm not uh-huh. going to. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Huh. So, That's interesting. Yeah. You're showing me what's possible. Because, like, I grew up in a place where there was always, like, in a home where there was always enough. There was always more than enough. But there was always this underlying fear that it was yeah. going to go away, that it could just disappear at any second. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of the mm-hmm. pattern that I'm playing out now, where I have more than enough. And sometimes, like, I don't know. But so I like that hearing how it comes so naturally to you. It's just this idea of there's mm-hmm. always enough, you know? Um, yeah. 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 Okay, I have to just tell a real quick story because this is the ultimate, ultimate wow blessing. I was a single mom. I was about, I'd been divorced probably 10 years. And um, I was in debt and, oh, I had a job and all was fine. I mean, I had a roof and food and all that. But, Boy, I could sure use some money. And I really knew I had nothing in um, a retirement of any sort or any sort of savings or anything. Well, for some reason, I'm cleaning out, and I've got a, um, boxes of papers that I think maybe I should shred them. So I am mindlessly shredding. I'm watching a little TV in my bedroom on the floor, shredding, shredding. And I'm just looking at each page pretty much to make sure it didn't have a staple in it or whatever. And I'm going like this and just left to right, left to right. And I come across a statement from Dean Witter or some trading company of some sort. And I go, whew, when did I ever have that? Uh, what is this? Uh, oh, my God. $24,000, 2001. What? what? I don't remember taking, getting, having. I've never seen a statement since. This was like in, oh, eight or oh nine, I don't know. Hmm. I get up, I get up, I start shaking, I'm screaming, This is the law of attraction if I've ever seen anything in my life. Ah! <laughs> and I start crying and my daughter's not home, so I'm running around the house going, What do I do? What do I do? Oh I gotta call Eddie. Well Eddie what at the time Eddie had some money for me and we had invested it and I thought it had all gone away. I thought we'd moved it and and Eddie wasn't even working in the business anymore. So I couldn't wait for the next morning to call and find Eddie and say, Eddie, Eddie says, you know, I've been wondering why you've never asked me about that. By the way, it's 42. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, okay. So we put it away. So now I have $42,000 in a little savings that uh, I know it's there, you know, so yeah. um, talk, talk about, but I had just been really studying Abraham and um, really working with the ideas of law of attraction and look what happened. Uh, and I could have shredded that thing. Now I probably still would yeah. have gotten the money at some point, but I right. needed to know that I needed to know, to know that I could do that at that moment. And at that right. time, yeah. and, and wow. it perfect. Inspiration to shred and stop. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's my that's my biggest um, my biggest uh, manifestation in money. <laughs> that's that's really pretty cool. incredible. 
Yeah. 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 Kimmy, are you still here? Um, it says there's still through four people, three people from California. I think she was central. Maybe she's muted. Or maybe she dropped out. Uh, I was just going to ask what maybe she was. Maybe she um, took a break. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask her what she's been working on, what she's been think, going hmm. through or working on. But. Uh. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Any... I don't know. I've been relaxing and being still. I was telling Mark that before this call, but I don't know. Has it been coming up for anybody else or is that just me? I've had a couple of friends, but then I've had a couple of friends that have been in super action mode. And so I I think have felt this need to be productive. But this weekend I was telling Mark I got to relax and sort of gave myself some grace and got to watch my friend be a really good example of one of those people who's being really productive, but she's coming out of place from a place of inspiration, I think. Um, and so I got to watch her sort of, she's building a business and she's finding ways to make like the social media aspect of it fun because I have some resistance to social media. How do you guys deal with authenticity in social media? Good question. <laughs> it's a love-hate. Love-hate, love-hate. Yeah. The way I, well, the way I do it is I used to, because I've done it for long, many years, and now I just and I do what you're doing, Kyla. I don't post un- unless I'm inspired, and I don't post to to try to market, and I don't post to try to get. Um, I I don't know if you're talking about for your. Are you just talking about social media I, in general? Well, I guess both. Yeah, in general, but like I mean, in like a I don't know. I'm getting to a place where I feel like I have something to offer that is that other people will mm-hmm. find value in, but I don't know. I don't know. So I guess that's. That's part of it, like watching her do this with her business and like watching her kind of struggle between wanting to be who she is and also wanting right. to like craft a message for an audience. And that's something that I would like to, I, that's, I would like a different path. I would like authenticity is, I guess, a goal of mine. And so I wanted to yeah, see Yeah, me experience. too. It's huge for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think yeah. what you're doing is exactly, you know, Joshua's way and the right way, like just right. If you're inspired, it'll come, and then eventually, you'll get inspired to maybe ask for money or inspired to talk about your prices or whatever. Right. Uh, but then also, because I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing a Facebook group, but I'm, it's, it's not happening yet. But and then you just kind of um, keep going, and then what was I going to say? Like, like the more you know, you'll post, and then maybe things come up. And that is like that molding us right. into who we need to be type of thing. So you might have to deal with a fear here and there. Right. And then and then you'll and then it'll start to come together. And I think for me too is that when we get to that point, Kyla, then then we might that the posting might just start flowing. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I'm Ali, do you market yourself in any way or do you just like find clients as they come? Or do you ever feel a desire to like make it bigger? Or have it be I have, uh I have no desire to market um at this point, not with my computer services, but um, okay. um well one, I, I do I can I train seniors how to use the computer and they don't know how to use the computer, so they're certainly not gonna find me on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but um 
no, I don't. You, you know, hmm. my, my journal package that right. I'm, I'm dreaming about, I have a Facebook page for that ready. It's, it's open. It's just nothing on there yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I keep going back and forth on teasing with that, inviting all right. of my friends to, to follow it and then use it to build a following if, right. for my publication. But um, I haven't done it yet, and I get very scared when I think about doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I understand I don't that. Yeah. Some people yeah. are like in our own version of a similar place <laughs> with stuff like yeah. that. Creative endeavors. Yeah. Now I use so the, the um, I don't use social media so much as um, referral. You know. Mm, yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel real comfortable with that, and people people know people who know. So that's right. My uh, thing. So I was going to ask you, Carla. So what's coming up for you when it comes to your um, social media and being authentic, and what's what's coming up for you as related to um. that? I have been practicing it. And so I've been doing it. It started sort of with the Friends of Joshua group because I got off social media several years ago when my, probably right after my second baby, I think, um, just because it was creating all this anxiety. I was comparing myself to everybody. I was, I, I was in a fearful state. So I was attracting all kinds of like fearful news. So I just got off. Um, and so mm-hmm. I created a Facebook page for, to do Joshua stuff on there. And then the mm-hmm. Friends of Joshua group is my real first time, like, interacting in that setting. So I've been practicing it where I do only post when I'm inspired to. I also, as a way of sort of, I guess, avoiding um, getting too caught up in it. Like, when I post, then I just log off and I don't go back and look forever. And mm-hmm. I, like, I, so I guess I have fear around that about one of the things that my friend talks about that is does it really well I guess is like engaging with people like I like to engage but I want to engage on my terms so that I have I feel guilt if I like when I get off so that I can maintain my maintain my alignment around it then I I I guess am practicing being okay with just coming back in whenever I'm ready and that's Mm -hmm. how I'm staying authentic but then in the back of my mind I have like I mean my biggest theme is like fear of loss of love and people not liking me so then I have fears about, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so, um, fears about that. So, that's probably limits the amount that I post. Like, I could and would post more if I would just get over that, you know, and just be okay. Mm-hmm. And because authenticity is what I am here exploring right now in this, like, version mm-hmm. of me. And so, I am just practicing doing that over and over. And so, like, I've looked at my posts since I posted it, and I've seen... And I, I'm practicing allowing criticism and flattery to go down the same drain. I just saw that quote. Somewhere. Mm. And so like, that's, it's, it's a practice for me because so when it used to like mean a lot to me, like more maybe than I felt like it should or more than what's beneficial, mm. it would mean a lot to me when people liked things that I did, not even just this, but before this, you know, and like mm-hmm. I lived for that approval and that praise. And so mm-hmm. now I've sort of like, become aware of that and almost sort of boomeranged myself in the other direction where like when you first said something, I felt fear about it, like, uh, or just like, I don't know. It was, it wasn't like a lot, but just this feeling came up of don't get too attached to that. And so, but then I just sort of, while 
I mean, in a split second was like, okay, thank you. Like I can say, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is for me. And so it's just practice and it's just a matter of me putting myself out there more and more. Um, yeah. But I have a lot of fear around it and that's why, I don't know, I'm going to the pace that I'm going with it, I guess. That it's makes perfect. me normal like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, your you know pace what's is so perfect. interesting, Kyla? What's is, that? What's so interesting is I was not on social media until Joshua. Oh, Like, I huh. had a Facebook page, but I never went on it. Like, people were right. like, oh, Isabel never goes on Facebook. You've got to text her. Because mm-hmm. I, I just didn't like it. I just didn't right. like it. You know, my daughter's on Snapchat. I looked at Instagram. I right. looked at Twitter. I have a Twitter account. I have an Instagram account. I have a Snapchat account. I have all of the accounts, right, yeah. just in case I need yeah. to, like, go in and get some information. But that's uh-huh. how I look at it. I look right. at the social media is information. Uh-huh. And it's like, do I want to look at the inquirer? Do I want to <laughs> connect with my friends? Like, I just look at it as a tool. And, like, if somebody likes something, it's like, I don't take it for any face value. I might say, right. oh, that's nice that they liked it. But I'd be like, all right, you and I are thinking similar. But it's right. not like, I never looked at it as a approval. Uh-huh. I can see how you can look at it as approval, but I guess I just looked at it as a tool. Like, it's a tool to, here's here's an area that we can communicate with each other quickly. Uh-huh. But if I really yeah. need to talk yeah. to you, I mean, our closed group, I find that we're very personal and we'll mm-hmm. post questions to each other. Yeah. Or comments about... Laurel, but but look at the content of your post. Look at the content of laurels. Like those are, it's almost like um like a classroom. Like you're debating. You read somebody's essay, and now you're discussing the essay. Mm. It's a very mm. to me, it's a very intellectual kind of space. But then there's other parts of Facebook where it's just silly and mm-hmm. um a lot of billboards or a lot of commercials or a lot of a lot of aggressive negative politics. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then I just learned that you can unfollow people and you can, right. you can still have them as friends but they won't come yeah. up in your feed. Right. And I'm like, right. oh finally, finally I can filter this. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can just get to the good stuff that I want. Yeah, exactly. that's funny. Yeah. That's been an area where I've practiced law of attraction. I Somebody pointed that out to me. Oh, Steve Finisa, back in the day I was talking about <laughs> social media and my feelings about it and, like, why I wasn't on Facebook. And he was like, well, you know, it's just law of attraction. Like, you're only getting stuff you didn't like because that's what you're vibrating. Like, that's what you're oh, imagining. Wow. And, so, <laughs> and so I've seen that now that, like, well, and it also helps that pretty much my only friends on there are, like, related to Joshua, except for I have two <laughs> real-life friends. Um you know, and so I think that probably has something to do with it, too. But, yeah, I did find – I guess there were a couple other people that were kind of random. And so, yeah, unfollowing is very helpful. But it is interesting to see um, what shows up and, like, use that as feedback from the universe, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I rarely go on my own page. Mm. I only go on Facebook to read the Joshua stuff or Kimberly stuff or Laurel yeah. stuff or your stuff. I'm not on Facebook. I mean, every once in a while I'll go on my page just to see, like, a cute cat video. And I love mm. those. 
Somebody did, like, the sleeping cat, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Look, it's so out, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, like, I I don't know. I just think social social media is a lot of noise. Yeah. So I was yeah. never really attracted to it. Yeah. 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 I think noise is a great word for it. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so if you just look at it as a radio, Kyla, just broadcasting your message. Right. And that that that's all it is. It's just a tool. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a closed group and you personally invite the people. But if you're gonna have a public group, it's just a tool. Yeah. Well the it's internet it's it's like it's like what Steve said, like the internet is the world. And yeah. the, and there's noise in the world, and yeah. it works like TV. There, there's noise, but we can attract. But there's some profound shit out there too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. attract that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Basic Joshua 101. Like I mean, all of it 101. <laughs> just focusing on what we like. Yeah. And it, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's that's awesome. This is that's been very helpful. All of you. Thank you. Yeah. To me, <laughs> I would look at it as clothes, Kyla. You know, every once in a while you've got, like, your favorite pair of jeans or your shirt that you yeah. really like. Yeah. But most of the time, it's on the floor. It's in the laundry. <laughs> it's something you this throw on. Yeah. You this, know. This, oh, yeah. Where, what, this came up good. before about, like, changing a shirt. When did that happen, Kyla? Oh. Like, someone's talking? You were putting oh, on your favorite shirt yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Talking, yeah, that was, like, talking about sort of the feeling of, I guess shedding persona is, you know, all of a sudden it feels like the shirt is, like, too tight, you know, but you still wear it for a while because it used to be your favorite shirt, like these old beliefs. Yep. And Mm -hmm. so maybe even try cutting the neck a little bit, just give yourself a little bit more room, and then eventually we can, like, buy ourselves a new shirt, you know. (laughs) I love it. Well, I don't know. You know, I think, Kyla, like, I don't know, tell me if this is true, but for you and I, it's about trusting our pace, like trusting what we're doing now. And is that, right. I don't know if you, you know, it's just like, okay, what we're, what, like I feel for you, what you're doing is perfect. It's awesome. Mm. You, you started this group, you're posting when you feel like it, you're doing your thing where you'll post and then you'll get away from, you know, cause you're kind of, you don't want to yeah. be too attached <laughs> to the like, I mean, all this is just, it just sounds perfect to me, but then there's yeah. that other voice that might say, should I, could I, should I be doing something else? Should I be doing it right. more? I, I don't know how much you get those right. voices. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're quieter <laughs> than they used to be, but yeah, they're still there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else have anything to share? I'm going to have to go here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, me too. I'm my voice tonight. Um, Cool. All right, I'm, guys. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have um, a round table soon, or or yeah. Did, did, did you guys have it last last uh, Friday? No, Saturday. Did uh, you yeah. have it? Yes, the round table happened. The Joshua Live calls did not. I don't think. Um, I was traveling. No, okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I will check in with Gary, and we'll put something out about whatever is coming down the pike. Is he still okay. away next, next Saturday? Uh, this coming uh, up Saturday? Yeah, I think they're two weeks. They're there. So. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Yep. Yay for that. All right. Well, great All to right, connect guys. with you guys. Yes. Yes. I'm Same here. We all made it. All right. I love you guys. I uh, love, love you too. too.
All right. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. You too. Bye, everyone.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.